You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 108. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And Davey. (laughs) Who's driving this ship? Uh, I was going to say. What were you going to say? I was going to bust my way in. Please. It's the Hockey Laces episode. Oh, what I was thinking is we should name the episode somewhat. You know what I mean? Like a lot of other podcasts I listen to, it's like the whatever episode. Yep. So this is episode 108. The hockey laces episode. Why, Matthew? Because if your size is nine plus, yep. generally you're using lace size one hundred eight. Yep. So you go to the shop. Can I get a pair of one hundred eight la- waxed, please? Yep. So this is the one hundred eight with wax. You know, I've seen someone do the one twenties. Oh, they. With them you'd monsters, have to have size fourteen. But they skates. they did the skates and then wrapped them oh, up around that, the shinies. That is, that is a I, hockey faux. No, is it a faux pas? It's, it's a Mopar. Uh, Mopar, ick. It's definitely an Times ick. a thousand. Ick. Yeah, if you've got 120s out there, you better be size 14 plus. Otherwise, what are you doing? You get your Downsize. laces dragging on the ice. Yep. And I'm if you're the... wrapping, don't wrap around the ankles. Yep. Don't tape around the ankles. See, just... I've figured out the ultimate scam, David. And I've just uh, shrunk down to juniors because you save about 300 bucks on skates. Lol. You just go slightly under. You just got to be under size six, and you mate, do just, have just little, make the toes fit. Little fat man feet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank rude, you. But you know what I mean. Thank you. Yeah, no, just I'm proud the foot of that's very wide. Thank you, father. There's a lot of uh, lot of girth inheriting in that. Foot. that. But, there is. Uh, there it is, is. It is short, and you do have junior foot. There's a lot of width that hits the eyes. That's why yeah. I'm so fast out there. And look, those who have been listening to the pod for a long time, uh, Matthew famously wore size sevens for years. I did until he actually realised he was a five. Five and a half, Sorry, it all and counts. Five and, and a half. It all counts is what they say, but um, I'm in the 96-inch yeah. lace, David, because I of the five w- and a half. I actually wear a 96 as well, and there I wear size and nines. Oh, wow. So I have a real man skate. Yeah. Man, man, Almost uh, double my size. You know what they say about uh, the big feet? What do they say? 96-inch laces. Uh, yes, uh, of course. This is episode wear, 108. That's so right. That's right. Episode 108. 96. Now, let's not 96, forget 96. the Scotty O Challenge. Yes. Number eight. I've got, I've got one of each here. I'm going to start with... Actually, if you would get us an NIHL one, Matthew. Okay. I'm going to start with, you've got three. I'm going to start with the AIHL, and it's none other than the uh, the third the third wolf in the pack, the <laughs> high end at number three, Hamish Powell. No, high end is more like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, going to go... No, <laughs> I'm just trying to drag back to the Lion King days, but I can't even think... They just kind of yelp, yeah. don't they? Yeah, they're just... They're always giggling, always <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, a little high end a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, terrible. So yeah, Hamish Powell wears number eight. Now eight, very lucky number for a lot of people. Mm. Um, if you ever go to the casino, the eight, there's a lot of people all over the eights. Uh, not sure why Hamish wears it, but uh, he's the only eight that I can recall in in significant number eight. Yep. To us, obviously, the people's goal uh, in AIHL. And Maddie, before you get to NIHL, sorry, yeah, NHL, mm. got to be the best number eight in the league, the probably. Great. Probably the the great eight. Oh, the great eight. Ovechkin. Were you not going with Ovechkin? I was going with Kyle McCarr. Ah, interesting. That's uh, insulting to... I didn't even to, think uh, of the great eight, yeah, Ovechkin. Wow. I mean, why would I? He's only almost got the most goals in history of the game. Yeah. Now, if he does, so 99's retired league-wide. Yes. Because of the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Not only league-wide, pretty much all over the world in any significant level of hockey. Yep. You just don't wear 99. 
But are they going to do that? Same with rules eight? in the NHL, David. No 99s out yeah, here. Yeah, we don't print 99s. No. Nope. Has there been? I think there might have been some, though, in the day of uh, DIY jerseys. Yeah, I'd say there definitely was. But, mate, are they going to retire Ovechkin's jersey once he hits? Because he likely will. Mm. And I think if, I think Washington as an organisation going to make sure he does, even if they have to wheel him out there in a wheelchair <laughs> just to do some backdoor <laughs> tap-ins, a la Matt Lindsay style. But are they going to retire number eight? In uh, the NHL, once he hits that milestone, he's saying league wide. Yeah, that, I think that's a big call. Well, but they did it with the that's, great one. I know, but they've done it once. Like you think of all the greats, Messier, uh, Bobby Orr, all those guys. They yeah, aren't but league no one, wide. This guy will have the most goals in yeah, but in Gre- the mate, lifetime of hockey. You look how long the list is of Gretzky's milestones and achievements that are never going to get touched. Ovechkin yeah. will have one. Yeah, true. True. But anyway, I don't Look, know. I'm, hey, I'm all yeah. for it. I like the 99. The great, the great, the great one. Yep. It's not the great one of. True. But, uh, anyway, that's number eight. So, Maddie, who do you have for NIHL uh, fame? I have someone very special who, uh, you know, it's similar to, to Gretzky. The jersey's in the rafters of this player's father, Raymond Sheffield. But Monty just said, no thanks. I'd prefer a Vetchkin. I'm wearing number eight. Bam. Monique Sheffield, mate. Monty Sheffield, number eight, the grade eight. Uh, and the, grade, the grade eight she? in grade eight. Yeah. Uh, would Ooh. she be? No, don't know. Yeah. Close. She'd be getting close. Yeah. She'd, be getting, she'd be nudging high school, I reckon. But uh, yeah, that, mate, that's a good episode for the Hockey Laces episode. So, Scotty O, give a tick next to us, mate. We're steaming now. Uh, I'd say we're about 8% well. through the numbers yeah. for, for the next Did 100. you see his message today about the... Uh, he always loves giving us a little sneak peek of some videos that he's making. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. He said he's working on some some roster things for the Jumbotron, so very exciting Ooh. to see. All right, well, let's keep that, that quiet. We through, don't yeah. want that getting out to the uh, community just yet. Uh, matey. Matey. Matty? Matty. 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 Matthew. Matty. Yep. Um, they my names. How has your week been? We haven't seen a lot of each other this week because uh, we had a big travel week, Canberra, Central Coast. Yes. And then uh, a lot of bit of sickness going around. You pulled a shoot on uh, on Thursday and just said practice. No, no, too good for that. Mm. I'll uh, turn my back on the team just briefly this week. So I haven't seen you much. How has no. your week been? Uh, week's been really good, actually. Pretty flat out, but uh, the sickness has passed the Lindsay household, thankfully, finally. Touch wood, but it's been a month of just never knowing what you're going to wake up to, basically. Um, felt like a zombie, so it's good to turn the page. What's you know, we're getting close. We're getting close to the new, well, I guess new financial year, which is kind of boring, but you know what I mean? Like the calendar ticks over in some sense, coming into July, so the, happy the to be rid of, of the colds. And uh, just start yeah. to, to work on really enjoying the back end of yeah. winter, David. Geez, you just banged on about nothing then. <laughs> you, you, sickness and financial year and cold I don't know and where I was uh, going. pushing forward. Yeah, because very good. So in a nutshell, going on nothing there. happened nothing's this week. Going on. It's nothing as boring happened. as in the Lindsay household. Yep. Uh, which, you know what? That's not always a bad no, thing. You know what, actually? I'll, I'll mention. Um, you're not a big video game person. Uh, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was heavily into NHL 99. Uh, on the PC. Back in the day. And the there's DOS no machine. better um, PlayStation 2 game than FIFA 98, and I nailed that one too. Right. So have that's you seen, not a video game. Have guys. you seen all the viral new hockey game uh, that's come out? It's similar. You probably don't even no, know No, because they haven't made a good one since NHL 99. No, apparently this is going to be the one. It's not complex like the new NHL games and things. It's three on three, and it's similar... Um, uh, like physics, yeah, physics. Yep. To the game Rocket League, which you're not familiar with, but some of our <laughs> listeners will be. No, mate, I'm not. 
essentially you run into the puck and it will move. So you don't have to hit it. You don't have to pass or anything like that. You're just basically a little figurine that you just have to get in front of the puck and bump it and it'll go oh, in it's and you like, try um, score. You know, the one back and forth. Yeah, Pong. Pong. Yeah, 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 but yeah. three on three. Yeah, it looks Ooh. unreal. It's it's going viral right now. You've got to look into it. Yeah, okay. It could be up my alley. Yes, uh, but anyway. And also, just while we're on video, video gaming. games. Yeah. We're hopeless here uh, because we're very time poor at uh, getting things done at the speed that we want to do them at. Yes. So we put a teaser out there oh, over well over a year ago now of eSports League division. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's I'm, still on our whiteboard here. It's, it's on not, our whiteboard. It I'm sure people think it's gone dormant. But I must say, I was in talks this week with a, uh, a, a service slash studio provider, mm. and uh, esports is coming. It is Matthew. So I just while we're talking about games, I just don't want people to think it's been forgotten, and I, and I can understand why you think that because it's been a, a long while. But uh, esports is well and truly on the way. Mm. So watch this space. Indeed. But yes, my week, David, I bought the latest, you'll be excited about this, the latest... Um, Flip and fold. No, Zelda. Zelda, uh, I've already forgotten the name of it, but it's is the new... Is this bedroom? I don't, <laughs> what's, what's, I don't want to know, mate. Mate, Zelda, Link and Zelda have been video gaming for 40 years. Oh, okay. The newest one came out this year. I've just got my hand on it. I've had no time to play it yet, but I'm very excited. Um, it's on the Switch, which you don't have either, but it's like a Game Boy, essentially. Like oh, a handheld the device. the old Game Boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click the game in the back, Tetris. Yep, there yeah. you go. Um, so very excited to get that going. I don't know if any of the listeners have that game as well, but I'm very excited, especially on a few road trips coming up. Going to bring my little Game Boy along. Nice. And be antisocial and, and get some game time in. Well, look... Um that I'm on board with you, with that because, mate, I have been getting a lot of game time in lately. Just uh, in in a long bathroom break uh, on our travels, <laughs> and that is. And I actually, I'll throw the challenge out here to anyone of our Ooh, listeners. Okay, but I'm very confident in myself, but especially when it comes to my abilities in backgammon. Mm. And I crush backgammon on the phone on level hard, mind mm, you, mm. and. I'll put it out there. I'd, I'll play anyone for backgammon, best of three, and I'd even put money down. I'm going to beat you, best of three. Because you can't get lucky in backgammon. Oh, okay. No, you can because it's the dice, right? It's a, because it's the way the dice I'd rolls. never played backgammon before. Oh, About two years ago, you spruiked the same rubbish that you are now. And we played one game. And we played one game and, and I you, swept the floor. Nah, you got very lucky <laughs> okay. and I had a lot of red wines. Yeah, sure, mate. Uh, we're sure. in the blueies. Beginner's luck, I get it. But anyway... I'm going to put it out there. I have the app, and you can actually play people on the internet oh, really? in the app. So if people want to take me on. Up in the cloud. I can let you know my username. And uh, I'm happy to put uh, you know some folding money on it mm. because that's how good I am. And if anyone wants to take me on with the actual board I was about to and a red you. wine, I will, I'll actually bring your notepad. I was going to guess your username, but I don't think it's appropriate for the uh, listeners. Fog, foghorn, leghorn action. Anyway. <laughs> Mate, uh, anyway, that's been my week. Uh, backgammon, not enough of it, unfortunately, because it's been busy. We're flying by. Uh, mate, I do have a bit of an emergency press conference that I want to talk about in this episode. Ooh. If you are, uh, I'm going to get to it after headlines, but if you are a Division 4 player, if you're a Division 4 parent, if you're a Division 4 coach or fan, you're going to want to hear this. Uh, I think you're going to want to hear this. Very good, Matt, on the buttons, Matthew. Uh, you, because, the, you know, the schedule, there's been a lot of... Uh, it's been turbulent 
and we've got a lot of people asking uh, for for please explains, mm. and we're working through talking to the captains. But I just want to talk to the people involved directly and let them know what we're working with with all these schedule changes uh, and such. I know we've done a little bit of it on the pod, yep. but I think we need to take a deeper dive today. Just so again, it's not going to make everyone happy. Mm but just so everyone has all the information so they can be as happy or unhappy as they please. Yep, yep. No, I like it. Mate, we also had another request, not a request, I guess, but a question come through during the week saying, guys, we're, we're almost halfway, well, we are halfway, more than halfway through the, uh, almost halfway, more than halfway. <laughs> well, yeah, we're about, we're around halfway. We're about halfway through. Yeah, we're on one side of halfway. That NHL season. And where is Stats? Man. Oh, I think he's boycotting the pod. He to be honest, is, he's ditched us. I think he's left just us saying, you know dry. what? I'm unhappy with these guys. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement by making a statement by not making a statement at all. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Tommy Z, we know you're you know busy educating the yeah. future of this country. I mean, yeah, you got married. Yeah, you yeah. got a life. We get it. We appreciate it. We know you're a captain as well, but you need to give us the content for the pod. You know, if you want to keep that pay packet coming in, it's got to be there. Absolutely. Well, Maddie, should we dive into into the Hockey Laces episode and kick it off with... Headlines. Brought to you by Pilates with Emma. Now, Let's do it, David. Speaking of Pilates with Emma, Maddie, you didn't practice on Tuesday. You're no. going to have a heavy and hard practice tonight. I hope you've been stretching out. Uh, well, now that I know that it's going to be that practice, I might just have to message Kevin to say, mate, I'm over two this week. <laughs> yeah, I'm need still to, a bit uh, crook uh, <laughs> and we'll just scratch you for the weekend. Yeah, very good. No, mate, mate I'll oh. be ready. I'm going to come down early, do a bit of, uh, as you said, some stretching, make sure the body and mind is ready for a good hard skate. It looks like the whole roster is going to be there, Davey. So lots of bodies, which is excellent. It means it's a high intensity, fast practice. Yes. Because um, we've got Adelaide and they are no slouch, mate. They, um, you know, almost upset us last time. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll get into it later, but yeah, got to yeah. make sure our body's ready. Well, mate, I've got three headlines here. I'll take one and three. You take the middle one. But I'm going to kick it off with uh, costly high-sticking heroics. Ooh. Okay. Very good. Number two. North Star's pointless trips to Canberra. <laughs> yes, wow. yes, just as the headline reads. Wow. And then lastly, uh, I was going to – actually, I'll get you to read this one. Okay. And just read the bold part and pronounce it as best you can. Ooh. Okay. Oh, to one. Oh, to one. Oh, to one. But uh, we'll get into that. Mate, from the top – Costly high sticking heroics. Costly high sticking heroics. This, it must have been something. This is a sequence of, event, of events that t- took place in Senior Division Four. Div Four, okay. Uh, which is Jones's team, right? Yep. Yep. Chris Jones, Ben Kirkman, all the regulars we love, uh, where they were playing a game at home here against mm. the Sydney team, and I believe they were either tied up or maybe up by one. Wasn't at the game, but I've heard this story in great detail from our good mate Chris Jones. And the so they, I'm pretty sure they had the lead. So they're all defending. The other team came down and shot the puck up high over everyone's head. Right now, as you know, as a player, Matty, you can't reach up with your stick and get it. No, because it's high sticking. Some referees used to think you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one in particular. Yep. You reach up with your hand. Yes. and you've got to get the, grab the puck, put it straight back down to the ice, and then you can play it. Can't close your hand over the puck. Well, you can if you're putting it straight back down to the ice. Really? Yeah. I thought you had to leave it open glove. No, no. No, mate. No That's interesting. Rules. 
Anyway, this player has either not thought or just thought, I don't care, <laughs> went to hell with the rules. I'm going to stick it out of the air, high yep. stick. So he brings it up, high sticks the puck. It doesn't come straight down, but it goes down off of a couple of players, ping pongs around, boom, in the back of their net. Wow. Yeah, wow. Thank you, Matthew. Wow. Thank you. In the back of their net. So just can you believe it? Well, this player. So what happened? Well, this player was, uh, I'm going to name shame, Ben Kirkman. Right. He's high sticked it. So he believes he's just cost him his team the, the, win. the win. Yep. And before this game, he's bought himself a brand new $350 Twiggy. Wow, he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He's doing very well. But he's, so he's high sticked it. It's in their net. Now he's thinking, why did I do that? Mm. Brought the stick down. Sma- bang. No. Snapped it on the ice. Now, I don't think it went into two, but it, you know when it breaks one way, so it's still together. Yeah. If you flex yep. it the other way, it just folds in half. Got to control the emotion, though. So he's broken the stick. So all unhappy with himself. 350 down the drain. Imagine if you put that on black at the casino. You'd probably lose it just as quick. Or you could double it. Get 700 bucks. Ooh, Math. Two sticks. But, so he's broken the stick. The referees have had a little huddle. Determined it was high sticked. Went to hit one of their players and the other player, whatever. So it should have been a whistle. No goal. No goal. Waved it off. So now he feels relief. But, but it was snapped. a costly high stick <laughs> and it was actually heroics because it paid off that it didn't cost him a goal, but it did cost him 350 bucks. So that is costly wow. high sticking heroics. Uh, so Benny Kirkman, mate, you smarten up with the emotions. Good on you. Good on you for just taking it to heart. And uh, he's an emotional team first player. Yep. Uh, second headline, Matthew, North Star's pointless trips to Canberra because obviously – we finish the two games in Canberra this year pointless. Thankfully, we yes. can't get a win. Can't even take them to overtime. Uh, which uh, a good mate of the pod, Benny Donaldson, has revealed to us. We actually haven't won there since 2017, Matthew. Mm. Six years ago. Obviously, COVID affected a little bit, but that's just getting a bit redonkulous. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not good to know because those sort of things start to creep in to the superstitious people. And uh, you always see those, you know, big droughts in sports, 10, 15, 20 years. Leafs being one of them, broke their uh, 20-odd year, second round playoff streak this year. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But, mate, we were in both of them. Both those games could have gone either way, in my opinion. So here's a stat, just uh, this is what Benny wrote to us. And this is before the game on Saturday. He just said, if we do end up winning tomorrow, it's last Friday, tomorrow in Canberra, a little stat to throw out is that we haven't won in Canberra in 2,232 days, May 7th, 2017. Mm. And so it's been even longer now and it's going to be even longer because we don't play there again until next season. And I might add that after that, he just sent a little screenshot, Matthew. Look at that. Oh, there's Ferrari. Uh, oh, no. That's Benny that's not just that's doing Benny. some air. Uh, oh, 11-11. Like off, off a little launch right, ramp in uh, the snow. The, in his North Stars jersey. Yeah, Good lovely. on you, Benny. Screen running 11-11. Benny, that will bring you good luck. So great screen capture there. And great stat, Matthew. Uh, we'll get to the game in the AIHL report. I wonder if you were a part of the 2017 win. Oh, of course I would have been. I yeah. would have played a big part too. Yeah, I'd say so. And then... Not sure how, but... Uh, <laughs> maybe we haven't won since Ferrari retired. Do I need to put the skates back on? Maybe. Maybe that's the difference. To steer us to a victory. Because yeah. we used to win down there on the regular. We did. 
Especially when it was the Knights. It was, it was just, it, uh, it's points night. It's such a long road trip, as everyone knows. Mm. And after you, we get a bunch of pizzas, case of beer, and uh, it is a actually a very enjoyable trip home after a big win. Yep. Um, and it goes quite quickly. But I can tell you from recent experience now, twice. It's a long it's a and boring song. road yep. home uh, yep. when you don't win, uh, especially when you've got uh, a coach sitting next to you that um, it just it just dwells on him and every two seconds he's wanting to talk about lines, about performances and the trip just goes for a long time. Mm. It's either that or you're both, uh, what do you like to say? Head bobs. Head bobs, yep. yeah. Yep. <laughs> it head was very head. funny in your head, Matthew, it but was. this is a podcast. Yes. Uh, you need to put it into words. Mate, so pointless trips to Canberra, that's a stat. Uh, we're going to have to write the ship, well, obviously in playoffs, but when we go to Canberra next year and uh, steal some points back. O to Juan, the D4 Galaxy, mate. We don't see this often in the NIHL. Mm. NIHL average game, I'd say, five to three. Yep. Very similar to the AHL, race Six to two. five. Yep. But... Um, You've probably got five plus goals in the spread. I uh, mean, meaning between both teams. Yep. Spread. Yep. Uh, in an, three, two, four, one. Yeah, five, yeah. nothing. In yep. an, an, an IHL game, but uh, the D four Galaxy, mate, they won this week off the back of a game winning goal to Cohen Roberts. Wow. So a one nothing game. What period? Of course, you're going to ask me that. We'll, oh, get, okay. we'll get to yeah, the NHL right, report. Right, but, uh, yeah. I think that, that was worthy of a headline. Yeah. No, I like it. The only thing that would have been better would be if it was Neil all going to OT and then... And then he got the GWG Because then you share the points. Yeah. But this is even bigger for the Galaxy because they don't give up that loser point. Yeah, that's... Yeah, valid. I like it, David. That is this week's... Headlines. Brought to you by Pilates with Emma. Now, just quickly, David, don't forget that our NHL Flyby listeners, mate, they get a discount at Pilates with Emma. A twofer. Take your mate along, teammate that is, or a family member or a friend. Or just a mate. Or just a mate. Just wait for a mate. And it's only $25 per person if that you bring cheap as someone chips. with you. Exactly. For your initial consult, email or you can DM on the Instagrams. Or you can go to our website, click their little logo, and it'll take you to the offer, David. Um, PilateswithEmma.charlestown at gmail.com is the email address. Or... The same, it's actually the same place with Emma.charlestown on Instagrams. Insta. Give her a like, give her a follow, get in the DMs and say, I'm an NHL player, I'm like Lindsay and I'm about to snap. Need to really work on the flexibility, the strength, get me on those Pilates machines and make me a machine. Like she says, strengthen and extend your hockey career, mate. I am uh, on. You're too late. Would you believe, yeah, I'm too you, late. Yeah. Would you believe it? I'm in my late 30s. Uh, very, very late 30s. But I wish I had done more of this because now when I play – actually, I'll give you a little insight on my week. Mm. I've had a historically a bad back. Yep. Would have stopped anyone everyone else from even playing. No, <laughs> absolutely. I'm surprised back. you get out of bed. And through my years with the Northeast, a lot of physio, a lot of Cairo, and a lot of work that uh, get the back moving. And it's been pretty good. Mm. But I have, I've been very inactive just doing the coaching this year. Uh, so I, I, my back's been good because I haven't really been doing much to tweak it. I keep it moving, do my exercises, blah, blah, blah. After the road trip on Sunday, I was pitching in, helping the boys bring some bags from the bus to the dressing room. Mm, I did see that. And then this week, 
oh, I've had the sorest back. It's just been out of alignment and I've been really fighting and I've got it moving again though. We're all good, but it was really painful for a couple of days there. And I kept thinking, what, what have I, I done different? Yeah. Carried a hockey the back bag. And it was carried two hockey bags. The wow. only thing I can think of is carried two hockey bags to the dressing room. So that's how fragile you get in your old age. I reckon with more uh, P with E, Pilates with Emma, I could have uh, got ahead of that and might be still throwing sauce to you out there in the AHL these days, mate. Absolutely, mate. Reduce soreness after games and prevent or recover from injuries. Pilates with Emma at Charlestown, mate. All right. I reckon it's time for the emergency press conference. Um I reckon it. Uh, I think you're going to want to hear this. Where we, you know, I've had a, a lot of interaction with some D4 skippers. That means captains and players this week. Uh, just and just said, hey, I mean, what's going on? Good, bad, otherwise. We're talking about some body checking in the league. We're talking about some refereeing. Just yep. some, you know, general concerns. And uh, to a man, they all talk about, mate, this Div4 scheduling, um, and they've said, you know what, we. We're playing some late games. There's a lot of belly aching in the dressing room. There's some players saying, don't know if we'll be back with this, mm. uh, this schedule issues, because we feel like second-class citizens. We feel like whenever something needs to get moved, it's us that's having to pay the price. Us is in the D4s. And uh, not too happy with Matt and Dave, because obviously we do the scheduling. So, mate, it's caused me – I don't like that. Uh, now, again, with this uh, explanation, it's not going to make a lot of people happy because it's not going to fix anything. Mm. But I want to give people a, look, a peek behind the curtain as to what goes on with the scheduling. So a little brief history lesson. Typically, winter seasons, historically, were always played on weekends. Back when we only had two divisions, all the games in winter would be on Saturdays and Sundays because all the weeknights were taken up with – uh, representative rep training and yep. just other hockey trainings and events, figure, you name it. Last winter season, we saw all the winter, sorry, and in summer, it's always during the week and we don't have any weekend games Yep, apart from juniors. So in the, in the summer, each division has their own night uh, and there's less going on here in the summer. Obviously, there's no rep hockey. We get the odd tournament and things that we have to move around for or national development camp, but it's a lot more uh, structured in the summer and predictable. Mm, mm. In the winter last year, we teamed up with the club more than we had in the past and we combined rep hockey and NIHL hockey and, and the club actually made it mandatory for the members to play both yep. to support the NIHL and uh, help reduce their fees a little bit, taking away practices and just seeing how that would look for a year. Because they took away the practices, that gave brought the NIHL to during the weeknights as well during the winter. That was last winter. This winter, we went away from that um, and still offered the NIHL for rep players. We gave them back – well, not we gave them back. They took back a lot more of that ice for their practices. But they were able to condense it as best they can with some teams sharing ice, mm. some teams taking late-night ice after AIHL practices. For example, the senior twos practice at 90.45 on a Tuesday night every week. Um, and, then, and that was to, to let – NIHL have the Mondays and Wednesdays at, at very good times mm. uh, so we get some consistent nights uh, which left us one division that we had to keep on a weekend and in talking to the rink and the club we thought you know what Sunday nights is going to be our best chance to, to give a good consistent early time slot for that division and we thought division four makes the most sense because the feedback we got from the Division 4 players is that they didn't want it on a Monday night because they still wanted the opportunity to come to learn to play and they mm -hmm. didn't want to have to do the double. 
mm-hmm. um, practice and then play right away after. Uh, because there's not a lot of time to practice as an adult, just in general here, unless you're on a rep team. Mm. Not a lot of drop-ins, couple of stick and pucks a week. So that learn to play was a really good um, avenue for our new players to start playing, but also continue their practice through learn to play. And don't forget, a lot of the Division 2 and 3 players also play rep. Um, yes. Who rep games are always on the weekends. That's right. So we, we they might be in Sydney for a game. We have some Division 4 players playing rep also, I believe, but you know, they, the more amounts of them in Division 2 and 3. So by putting their games on the weekends we'd have to be juggling more so around the rep schedule than we, w- we would have, yep. we do have to with Division 4. So we thought Division 4, Sunday night. Now, you know, it's, it's nice to think that, okay, we go to Gary in the rink and say, these are the times we need, um, here's our schedule, lock us in. But unfortunately, uh, we don't hold that level of priority, and for good reason. How it works with ISOC in New South Wales is at the start of the year, Gary says to ISOC in New South Wales, here's the times I can offer you. And they black out, you know, for example, Sunday, if there's no AIHL game, they have from like the public session onward Mm. to do ISOC in New South Wales games. Now you might think, well, why do they do that? Because where does that leave room for NIHL? Well, historically, they're never going to use all that ice, at Mm. least not most of the weeks. So even though that's blacked out for ISOC in New South Wales, there might be no games. There might be one game, there might be two games. It just It's always worked out that we have a, a we can start NIHL early enough to get both games in at you know, 7, 8, 15, yep. at a reasonable time. Ice Hockey New South Wales only release their schedule in blocks, um, about a four-week block, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because they're having to work with so many other rinks. Other rinks get double bookings or a tournament or have a power failure or close down and things are very fluid. So they only do any four-week blocks, and even in those four weeks, they're always having to change games. That's why they don't do the whole season, because you're having to change so much anyway, um, and things happen during the year. So they get it blacked out for the season. They release it in four-week blocks. So we can only do our – even though we do our schedule, we have the whole year done behind the scenes. Mm. We try to release it in, in bits and pieces, because we hate making a time or a game change. It's a, lo- it's a lot of work and I don't want anyone to feel sorry for us, but anytime we have to change a game time, we have to change the website. We have to let the teams know. We have to let the rink know. We have to let the referees know. We have to let our scorers know. We have to change everything on mm. our end. Mm. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's a pain in the ass, to be honest. Yep. But, but we, it has to be done, but it's always the last resort. Whenever you change a game, just it may suit some people more. Sometimes we've brought games earlier, Matty, and that suited people worse because they're like, well, I can't get to that game. It's too early. Yep. Or I like playing the hockey after I can get my kids to bed and then come to the rink. Or I don't get off work until a certain time. So some late games suit. You're never going to keep everyone happy. Yep. But we do our best. So uh, we deal with that. Now, also, whenever there is an event or ice hockey in New South Wales or something changes, it feels like we always get shifted. And that is the truth, to be honest. However... And he used to really uh, pee me off, Matthew, when we had those conversations about why are we always the ones getting shafted. Mm. But I can tell you, look, in working with closely with Gary in the last kind of year or two with the North Stars and at the rink here, I'm privy to some of those conversations um, on the other side of things. And often uh, it is him really doing a, a, a favour or a solid for Ice Hockey New South Wales or, or someone else. Um just like he does a solid for us sometimes that people don't see or hear about. Mm. 
maybe a time where we do have a game schedule and ice hockey New South Wales are really trying to put the pressure on to get that ice back. And he says, no, nah, can't do it. NHL have moved too much or it'll give them a too big a break between games. I've got to leave it. Mm. Now, obviously, no, no one ever sees or hears about that because that's just done between him and, and us or ice hockey New South Wales. However, sometimes when there is a move, it's not just, oh, yeah, you can have that time, we'll blow off the NHL. It's actually really to help out another team. Yep. It might mean, you know, as I said, with the rink closures in Sydney, you've got people desperate for ice and us having a game here on a Sunday night might mean that 15 of our rep guys do one less trip to Sydney, which is a huge difference, right? 15 guys going down to Sydney for a five-hour round trip yep. for a game. So a lot more goes into it. Ideally, yes, it would be great if we could book out and black out and Ice Hockey New South Wales works around us. But the rink here have to think of the bigger picture um, and that is all levels of hockey, AIHL, Ice Hockey New South Wales, NIHL, um, and, and always determine, okay, what's going to be best for the sport as a whole? Because mm. in, in New South Wales, obviously, if, if hockey falls down in New South Wales here, it, it's going to be a big hit. And the Hunter Ice Skating Stadium is one of the, well, I'd say, the most hockey-friendly rink in the country here. So they're oh, always doing what they can to, to kind of keep everyone going. So... Look, I hope that explains a bit better how D4 has been affected so much. And largely, it's just because their games are on Sunday. And I know I'm banging on here. But I guess to, to, to close, in conclusion, going forward, how do we make it better? Because, Maddie, you and I have spoken at length about this going into the summer and even next winter. How do we avoid people feeling like this, like they are second-class citizens getting pushed around? Well, obviously, the Sunday nights... Um, we're a bit naive to think that we were going to get those times consistently. Yep. Um, now, at the time, yeah, it did look favourable, but rent closures, other things moving, you just never know. Mm. Um, so going forward, we need to better communicate with our players when they sign up. And instead of saying this is going to be your night at this time, we may have to say, for example, Div 2, you know, you're not just playing on Monday nights, you're between Mondays and Wednesdays. But yep whatever, 75% of your games will be on a Monday. And that being said, you might have a later slot. But because we now share that division between two nights, you might play that late slot once in the season or mm. twice in the mm. season, way less than just one division always getting a late slot, if that makes sense. And scheduling things on better nights where we know there's going to be less movement. So going forward, we're going to really set the, the parameters at the start of the season so players know what to expect. Uh, and then they can hold us accountable to that as well. Yep. Just say, hey, you put a game outside the parameters um, for a reason that didn't fit in the parameters, uh, and, and then that will wear that one. I think uh, our plan is to have a really smooth summer with the minimal movement, but already going into next winter, rest assured that we have things in motion to make sure that it's a better experience for all players, and we have to move around less bloody games. Matthew. Very good, David. Nice uh, public service announcement. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to uh, do the run through the rest of the episode, I think, mate, because I'm sick of your voice. Surely everyone else in the car is already asleep. Hopefully not. You should be driving. Shouldn't be driving if you're tired. Um, But, mate, Cujo absolutely ripped us uh, last week saying, I don't think I've ever heard Ferrari's voice so flat. I was uh, sitting working away and did the old... The old head bob, the, oh, you know, a little panic wake up, a little micro sleep. So 
Novi, let's get a bit of energy back, mate. All right, mate. Well, uh, you know get what brings the energy. Happen. Yeah, what? Jeez, <laughs> 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 we hit some notes there. Now, mate, I, the last week's Who Are You? Uh, as I said, the nine, the na- the nine, the nine, the name reminds me of uh, some alcohol. And uh, have you ever had a night? It's a very, it's a bit of an old people's drink. I feel it's a bit of a nightcap. A bit of a nightcap. Yeah, have you ever had a little mini glass of sherry. Absolutely. Have you actually at Christmas time? Really, I have uh, sherry with some uh, Christmas pie. Yeah, it's not as you said. It's quite a rare occasion that you get the sherry. I think I've only had it once actually, um, but I didn't mind it. You know what? When I was doing this, uh, who are you? I had the song in mind, but it's actually not sherry. It's cherry, and that was Neil Diamond. Ah, uh, yes. Cherry, baby. Cherry, but anyway, cherry, so I couldn't cherry. use that. Uh, I can't remember what the other clues were, Matthew. Um, there was the penalty thing. Never had yeah, a never had a penalty. Yeah, penalty, now, which is insane. I do recall a photo going viral on social a few years ago of her in the penalty box. But I believe she might have been sitting a bench minor, which yeah. does it's not her penalty. She's sitting it for the team. So Just wanted very, to experience what it was like in the box. In the penalty box. A very clean player. Uh, well, look, mate, it was none other than uh, the, the NIHL's own Sherry McCormick. Now, I only had one person that I could find getting this correct, and that was, was none other than the. It, uh, it was the 11 uh, 11 man himself, Benny Donaldson. Benny Donaldson. I can confirm Heather Sutherland also wrote in, oh, David. Well done, Heather. Confirming Sherry McCormack. Um, I've lost. You've kicked me off the Instagrams. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you did that on purpose, but um, yeah, I can't see any of the. Well, that I did. I did scour this morning. Okay. And uh, yeah, Nothing just, just okay. So just the two. All right. Very good. Yeah, I think the McCormacks are boycotting the uh, the old Who Are You for a while. Yes. Which is fine. Give some other people some airtime, but, but mate, let me. Let nothing me. from GJT this week, no, which GJT. is quite rare too. Very interesting. Rare air. Anyway, Sherry, uh, congrats. Yeah. On being the who are you? Um, oh, that's right. I said major injury, NHL, yes. and uh, oh, horrific scenes. But a number of years ago, touch wood that this never happens to anyone again. Mm, mm. But uh, gone for a line change, losing an edge near the bench, and uh, major ankle injury. Uh, but this is how tough Sherry is. She powered through, rehabbed, got back out there with no fear uh, to chase that little black puck around again. Mate, this week's... Okay. This player, Matthew, some would say, most would say, they have the absolute heart of a lion. They always wear a blue hat. Right. They drive a very ins- impressive sports car. Uh, they, I, I put here that they have the uh, arousal level of a Matt Lindsay. Never too high, never too low, mm-hmm. just a flat Even line kale. pulse. And they love to slap shoot the puck. That is this week's... Very good. Mm. I actually, I'm going to have to think about that one without knowing the answer. It was, was, I felt like that was difficult. Well, but if you know, if you know the person, I think it'll it'll ring true straight away. But oh yeah, yeah, I know who that person is. The lion. Now, Matthew, uh, the whole pointless trips to Canberra. I think it's time we get into. 
The AIHL Report. Brought to you by Hunter Valley Pasta Coat. Oh, Maddie. Now, by the way, don't forget before you leave today to pick up yes. your pasta. Which I is in the am fridge. so excited. I can confirm. Because uh, we had uh, Stephen Montgomery writing to us the other week about the red Thai curry. Yes. What I didn't know about the red Thai curry. There was oh, only one of them and you already took it. Uh, yes. But, <laughs> well, like, there's only one. I mean, How dare first you? early bird gets the worm. Uh, what I didn't know about the red Thai curry, though, it's a chicken and prawn Ooh, red Thai curry. Wow. And the prawns, mate, were excellent. You know, the so prawns, I think as a kid, I just always thought they were going to be disgusting. You know, there's some things where oh, you just yeah. see it and you're like, no, nah, I don't like it, yeah. but you've never actually tried it. Yeah, like beer. Oh, like beer until, well, yeah, until you're 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> prawns. Delicious. Especially like the garlic chili prawns. Oh, or, oh. a nice dip. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, and the tails. Mm. Mm. That's what? a joke. You don't eat the tails. What about the heads? Huh? Um, but yeah. Has the head, you know, in teppanyaki. Remember we had the uh, prawn oh, heads? Like smashed, yeah, like smashed prawn heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's bad. only when someone's thrown it in your mouth. Very crispy. Teppanyaki <laughs> style. Um, but the, yeah, had the, that was delicious. But he also brought us in some, um, what do you call the, like chocolate muffin with the caramel sauce pudding desserts. No, oh, like a, um, the mountain. The, um, does it open after you put the hot sauce uh, on it? Uh, maybe. Um, I haven't had it yet, but you've got to heat it up, he said. Yeah. Anyway, Love I'll cake give that. thing. Yeah, I'll know. give you that uh, report tomorrow. But, mate, yeah, there's, good. A, there's a ton of passes there. Hunter Valley Pasta Co. And I actually had the Red Thai Curry when the builders at the rink here were heating up their lunch. Mm. Uh, and they were pretty jealous. And they were reading the lids. Oh, what's that one? What's that? Where do you get that? And I said, hey, guys, Hunter Valley Pasta Co. How come you have so many? I just said, because I love it. Yeah. And then Bella said, why did you just lie to them? Because you got dropped off for you. And I said, yeah, I don't know why I did just lie right now. But anyway. <laughs> trying to be cool. We thank you. Uh, we thank you, Jordo, for bringing those in. And we thank you, Hunter Valley Pastico. But Maddie, the AHL report, mm. t- take us into a deeper dive into the game in Canberra uh, where the referee actually have to cha- had to change whistle with <laughs> had to change whistles. Uh, after each period because the pee had blown out of it. Yeah. Uh, there were that many penalties. We were actually killing for 28 minutes of the game. It might have been a record of most minors, probably not, but it was insane to receive, be on the receiving end of 14 minor penalties, 28 minutes total, which is almost half of the entire game. The Canberra power play actually went one for 17. Yeah. So our penalty kill was excellent. Yeah. Probably because we got to work on it for half the game. One for f- one for 14. For 14. Yeah, anyway. Yep. More than 10. That's yeah, more than 10. Crazy. Incredible. So, unreal from our, our PK and from Charlie, to be honest, to keep the game as close as it was. Because 5 on 5, we actually felt really good. We had a lot of the, the possession of the puck. It looked good. Um, you know, Canberra, we've talked about Canberra before, really small rink. It's never a really nice looking game. You don't get a lot of flow happening. Um, you know, it's it's more a chip in, chip out, dump it, try, you know, cause chaos and, and get a shot on net. Um, but five on five, we just looked really dominant for, for, you know, the fraction of time that we got to play five on five. Um, but it was a big special teams game. We um, went two for seven on the power play. Yeah, so oh, we right. even had a few so power plays. and Exactly. Um, so we, we did out score them on special teams. Um, but, you know, it's just, it was so fatiguing, um, you know, having that much on the, the penalty kill. It's, it's exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. And, you know, it just showed by the last two minutes of the game, we finally leveled the score. We thought, like, 
the game that we played, we definitely deserved to go to overtime, I think. Um, you know, we had to fight the referees. We had to fight the... Fought uh, off all that adversity. The brave. clawed to come back and tie it late. Yep. We deserved a point at least. Now, the bit of controversy here because we tie it on the power play. Yep. On a 5-on-3. Yep. Uh, there's, as the first... Expand, there's, right before the first... Expand, first penalty right expired. Before, yes. Yep. And, however, that penalty, even though we scored before it expired, they let the clock run down. Because if that clock, if that penalty is still on the board, we're still on the power play, I think, for another 34 seconds. Yes. But they let it run down and, and eliminate the second penalty. So we're back to even strength, which is huge. It is. Advantage to Canberra. Now, there were, we were hearing that from the scorekeeper's bench, they were saying, no, they should still be on the power play, and the referee overruled it, mm. which is his call. Pete Lambert actually put up a photo on his Facebook yep. after of a photo of Zane... Uh, I think he scored the goal with his hands in the air. Well, he was celebrating regardless yep. in front of the net. So the puck had gone in enough time for the players to all celebrate, stop playing and celebrate, hands in the air. The brave player was still and on the, the bench. Bla- brave player in the penalty box was still well and truly in the box. I hadn't even opened the gate yet. So yep. the penalty had not expired. Yep. Yet they let him out and we were off the power play, which is no excuse for us blowing that tie. But... I think us still being on the power play for 30 seconds was a good chance for us to then go ahead in the game or at least use more of that time left to steer it to overtime. Yeah. And, yeah, so there was two minutes to go. We tie it up. And then momentum's such a funny thing. And just like the, the psychology of the game, um, cause, you know, arguably we had our five best players on the ice for the last two minutes. Um, six. Charlie. Six with Charlie. Yeah. Yep. Um, thank you. But or seven if you count the. I think first, the, first okay. the mentality I think was okay. We've tied it up. Let's just get through now to overtime. It's been such a tough game, and you know when you have that kind of thinking and, and mentality, there is that opportunity for the other team to gain the momentum, get on the offense, and that's exactly what happened. It was just a lapse in um, a few defensive errors, and we were just a bit too passive in in our D zone. And Canberra just did this little wraparound play. The puck popped out in front. Charlie Doe for it, went straight underneath him somehow. Um, and then, yeah, 6-5, very disappointing. Yeah, for sure. And the, the crowd down there was going nuts. You know what? I'd always, I'd love to see one day, if the league ever goes to finals series, like best of three, best of seven, best of five, whatever, where you go home and home. Because the there's no other crowds in the league like our crowd here in Newcastle and their crowd in Canberra Yep, that that is such an advantage to the home team. Like when they score and the horn goes and the music goes and the fans are getting into it, it really hurts. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's it's really defeating and deflating. When we score here in Newcastle, that's how everyone else feels because we have the song go, the Jumbotron's going, our crowd's going nuts, Benny yep. Donaldson's getting the boys worked up, <laughs> boy and girls worked up. Um, it's It really it must feel the same for visiting fans. Mm. So I think that swing each way... And the rink here, we play our rink very well. Big ice. Yep. Good use quality the glass ice. Well. Use the yep. glass well. They play their rink well. Small rink. Um, no glass. So I think it, the, each team has such a big home ice advantage. Um, it, it makes it really, really good for the home side and really competitive. So great atmosphere there. Great atmosphere here. Credit to Canberra. 
for yep. getting the job done. Credit to their fans for making it such a cool atmosphere to play on. And shout Albeit, out to our fans traveling down, yes, the Musketeers. Traveling Musketeers, Benny Donaldson and his crew, like I said. Uh, and in fact, Sherry McCormick, our Who Are You, I believe, organised the fan bus for the oh, Travelling well Musketeers. So well done, Sherry. Uh, we definitely, our players were definitely, you guys, definitely appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, and definitely felt that that loving the crowd. And Benny, I just love his loud announcing voice mm. uh, saying go North Stars. And it was actually, I was one of the last to come into the rink because I was, I was doing, organising the food and stuff. And before the game, it, it, before warm-up had even started, I could hear him getting a chant going <laughs> at Newcastle. So love good it. on you, Benny. We love it. Um, and we, we just love seeing you guys on the road and even at home here making it nice and loud. And around the grounds, or around the rinks, Matty, um, some, some other results. Uh, obviously, we beat the Rhinos on Sunday. Yep. We had uh, the Melbourne Ice just destroying them the game before where one of their players had a 10-point night. Yeah. Uh, he's an Australian-German, so he's an import, but he's not an import if that makes sense. Uh, Schultz or shoots or shoots. Yep. Um, so that's kind of news around four points per game. That guy's averaging. It's yeah, insane. It's absolutely nuts. So uh, we play them at home here in a couple of weeks. So um, that'll be a, one of the players we have to shut down. And I think a much closer game than when we played them down in Melbourne earlier in the season, which was a close game. But uh, we d- we definitely have some revenge to get on the Melbourne ice. Yep. Um, and the another AHL news. A player, one of our guest coaches that learned to play the other week, Robert Hasselhurst, mm. uh, just received a suspension on the weekend. Oh, uh, been a bad boy. Uh, if anyone saw the footage, uh, Bears forward Thomas Stephen driving the net. Yep, Hasselberg coming late across the net to defend, and uh, instead of going to stick at park, he just went boom shoulder to what the referee deemed head, uh, and um, I think Stephen left the game. I'm not too sure how he's doing. But uh, has been handed, I believe, a two or three game suspy. Wow! So that's going to hurt Perth uh, in the immediate future. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting competition. Looking at the uh, both the conferences, teams beating everyone still. Um, you know, Canberra, us, kind of starting to step away a little bit from from other teams in our conference. Yeah, but Brisbane losing on the weekend, and as we said, you, you finish first, you go straight to Melbourne. You don't have to do that two versus three playing. Yeah, the week the before. So yeah, exactly. It's very important. Ha- we now have to chase Canberra, mm. and I think uh, we look. We, as long as you take care of business here at home against Canberra and win those two games when they come to us, I think we can uh, we can win enough of the rest of them to get number one. Indeed. And it starts this Sunday, Davey, versing the Adrenaline. Well, Maddie, that was the AIHL Report. Brought to you by Hunter Valley Pastico. All righty, mate. It's the NIHL Report, David. Yes, it is. It's the, the one that the people are the waiting people. for. We've made them wait long enough. Power to the... I know it's a big one today, so I'm going to fly We're about 40-odd minutes in. And, I'm going to uh, fly by through the NIHL Report. Brought to you by Carter's Clutch and Brake. We ain't pumping any brakes today, Dave. No we no have breaks. to go We're gonna straight the, down the highway. Pump the clutch, put her in F for fast, R for reverse, and start with juniors on Saturday. Jean, 17th. Astros v Navigators. This one was a tie. Jeez, I wish they got to play OT. They do in a four-team comp. 3-3 three, three, tie. Uh, the all, the five goals scored in the first period, but in the second period, mate, it was Jacob Cunningham just going ha-wa-bam for the G-Dub Gino with only two minutes left uh, for the winner. 
Second game, the Navigators taking on the Galaxy. This one, with the floodgates were open. Uh, Huxley Knight not having – well, I was say not having his best, but uh, he, got, he got to six of them, stopped six of them, uh, but he was just getting peppered all game long. Uh, six saves on 17 shots, uh, whereas up the other end, uh, very quiet. Only two shots on and one save. So uh, scoring at a 50% clip. But, mate, it was early and often, and they, they shared it around. That's what I like about this game. But a notable hat trick to Riley Cudmore. Well done, Riley. And I really hope the hats flew, Maddie, because uh, we love to see the hats flying when a player gets a hat trick. So, like I said, well done, Riley. 11-1, the Navigators get up over the Galaxy. And lastly, in the juniors, Astros taken on the Galaxy. Uh, the, it was the Astros getting up 4-1 to one over the Galaxy. A three goals to number three, three to three. So Ollie Gintings, boom, bing, bang, boom. One shorthanded, two at even strength. Uh, and his second being the G-Dub Gino, assisted by Xander Tomlinson. Well done, Xander. Well done, Ginto. Well done, Astros. Getting up four to one over the Galaxy. Uh, Huxley, he, Huxley just got peppered on this day, Matty. Nine saves on 15 shots. So, I mean, I don't know what more he can do. He's kicking them out left and right, but he's just getting absolutely shelled. So, good job, Hux. Uh, going to D4, the, the Sonics doubling up the Navigators 6-3, to three, getting two goals in each period. Two in the first, two in the second, two in the third, but it was the second goal of the second period. Second of the second, Matty. Uh, where Mitch Sharp just said, Habuya, that's the game-winning goal. And what I like about this game, all goals bar one, getting an assist, and three of them across the board getting two assists. So good job to the referees. Uh, we had an experienced crew in this one, Sean Lynch and Jack Waterson, getting all the apples uh, and the players for moving the biscuit around. Uh, and no penalties in this one too, which is even better to see. Good, clean game of hockey, 6-3 uh, score. Sonics getting up over the Navs. Going to Monday night now. The big boys, the Sonics v. the Navigators, 1-1. Regulation didn't solve, solve anything. Overtime didn't solve anything. Matty Montgomery, hot as a pistol, 22 saves on 23 shots. And Ryan Williams, 23 saves on 24 shots. So it was an absolute goalie clinic. I mean, what's that? 47 shots in total for only one goal apiece. So well done, goalies. Uh, I hope we got some of that on film because, like I said, you could, you could probably sell that as a goalie clinic. We saw and we have, uh, we have something to announce here, Matthew. We have a trade to announce. I think you're going to want to hear this. And now it's not a trade, but it is a hot, hot mid-season signing. And that is Jonah Baker for the Sonics wearing jersey number 88, Playing his first game of the season, that's going to that is a key key add to the Sonics. Uh, he's an absolute ripper player. He's going to move the needle uh, for them for sure. Uh, but on this occasion, getting the lone goal, it was Andrew Shaw. Now the Sonics full timer, because unfortunately we've had a pair depart the Sonics just to uh, prior commitments. But they'll be back. They will be back. Don't you worry. And that is our lovely learn to play coaches, Cat and Dan Fennick. So uh, they're out. Shawsy's in. Baker's in, got a couple of full-timers there, um, and hopefully they, they make a run for the playoffs. And for the Navigators, uh, Clay Ballard, young Clay Ballard getting the goal, assist from Dodsey. Uh, well done, ripper game. Shame there couldn't be a winner, but the goalies were the real winner on that game, on that day. D2 Astros taking on the Galaxy. Astros getting up 5-3. to three. How you doing? 
Um, and this one, it was just the connection of Boydie, Thurston, and uh, McIntosh just doing the damage left and right, carving up the Galaxy uh, in this one. But Galaxy, good job to affiliate goalies. Played a number of Div 2 games now because obviously uh, Wobbles, uh, Chris, Chris Priestley has been away with his inline uh, representing Australia. So Evan uh, stepping up and 11 saves on 16 shots in the Div 2. So well done, mate. Then we go to Div 3. Wednesday night, the Astros taking on the Galaxy. The Galaxy, it was only 2-1 in favour of the Galaxy going into the third. And then they thought, well, it's a third period. We'll just add a, a trio of goals. Uh, and they end up skating to a 5-1 victory in this one. But that goal, that game-winning goal, went to Garrison Brooks. So he's, he's a, well, he's not a newcomer to the league, but he's a mm. newcomer this season. He did the damage there for the game-winning goal in the second period. But uh, heaps of outs for the Galaxy. So heaps of players playing up as affiliates. We have the pastor man himself, Jordan Silcock. We have uh, Jay... Jay Bryant. Jay Bryant and uh, Cohen Roberts all um, all uh, playing up, up. Yep. in this one. And uh, Pete Baldwin, mate, 20 saves on 21 shots. So the the Astros actually outshot the Galaxy, but they went down 5-1. So, mm. mate, Pete Baldwin, you can, you can claim that victory to yourself, I reckon, because that Take was a stellar job. Now, we, we read about this in headlines, but you'll hear it here in the NHL report. D4 Galaxy, take you on the D4 Astros. Uh, zero to one, Cohen Roberts netting the game-winning goal. Six minutes left in the third. Threw his hands in the air like he was violently lifting the roof off the place. James Gibbs with the clean sheet, eight saves on eight shots. Ryan Painter with 13 saves on 14 shots. Wow. And only one penalty in this what game. What a goalie performance. So goalies, are they're, they're the talk of the weekend. And then finally, Division Three, we had the Sonics taken on the Navs. 3 nothing. another clean sheet here to Mooney. Ever Moon and 18 saves on 18 shots. And JLP down the other end doing his best, 22 saves on 23 shots. Uh, that makes no sense, Matthew, because it was 3 nothing. Interesting. Sorry. Stat gone wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't mean to throw Beck Barnes under the bus there, but uh, that's just math, math, math Matthew. Uh, but the three goals all coming in the third period uh, and uh, the game-winning goal going to Caden Miller. He got the first one, and he was in on every goal. One goal, three assists for Milldog. Wow. Uh, and as I said, the, the one being the game winner, but Emma Moonen really winning this game for them as she closed the door for a shotsy, Matthew, that was, as I get back to it, that was the NIHL report. Brought to you by Carter's Clutch and Break. Very uh, good, Davey. I still need that. Uh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Should have <laughs> recorded that my one. Throat a little bit, yeah. You did record it. Yeah, that's right. There you go. All right, mate. Um, it's been a lengthy episode. It's been a long episode. I do have to jump in the uh, the vroom vroom. You get, get in the car only because you finally got that pasta out of the yeah, fridge. Yeah, I picked up the pasta. Dinos, I wasn't going to forget that. It looks delicious. Um, so I can see now the, the, the muffin with the caramel. Yeah, very excited yeah, for that. Heat it up, he said. Make I will sure heat it up. It up. Absolutely. Um, just wanted to quickly mention before we wrap out the episode, Davey. Um, this came through from GJT after our conversation last week. Thank you. Okay. Sorry, that was me rapping. Yep. Um, you know, talking about the penalties, the conversation we had last week. Is this a quick? Where? Well, I guess so. It's yep. a, yeah. Um. So he wrote to us said, uh, you know, there's actually a few more discussion points happening around penalties. 
goals, etc. And he yes. sent us a little screenshot of things that are in discussion. One of them actually being what you mentioned, where if you're shorthanded, you score a goal, then the minor penalty is waived and your player comes out of the box, which I actually really like. I think that's a cool idea. That's good. Uh, these other two. Minor penalties dealt the same as a major. So oh. a team which caused a minor penalty will remain shorthanded, so similar to what you said as right. well, if the opposing team score a goal. So instead of scoring a goal and coming out of the box, you it's score a goal, two you minutes. keep using the whole two-minute power play. Yep, so a lot more goals would be scored. And then the other one, mate, serving delayed penalties, which I think this one's interesting. So a minor penalty will still be served even if a goal is scored. Scored? Scored. <laughs> even if a goal is scored while a delayed penalty is pending. So you get a de- you guys are going on the power play, but it's a delayed penalty, meaning yep. the other team hasn't touched it yet. You get your goalie off for an extra player on. Yep. Six on the, five. Once the other team touches it, it's a whistle. whistle. They can't score. Correct. And if you score while you're up 6-5 with your goalie pulled, the penalty is still going to happen. Because usually if you score just like on the power play, that nullifies the penalty. You get the goal. Yep. But you would still have to send someone to the box and you're on, you, you, even though you've scored, you still get a fresh two-minute power play. Wowzers. I like all three of those rules. We'll see what it, what comes of them, but uh, yeah, obviously we're ahead of the curve, mate. Bringing it up last week, yeah, we're not, not implementing oh. it, but bringing it up. Well, correct, yeah, to start Why the conversation. Maybe we do a bit of that for uh, summer league uh, for for gigs. Oh, anyway, let's very see. good. Now, look, before we go to the outro, Matthew, okay, I will say there is it is almost almost full, but um, there is a little bit of room mm. if you're interested in the stampede. Two teams left each division. That's right. Check the website for eligibility because there's been a bit of a change in that, just opening up a bit more and make it more eligible. But uh, it is, if you like hockey, you'll love the Stampede three on three. It's going to be fun here at the rink. The bar's going to be open. The music will be going. only three weeks away, David. Only three weeks away. So get in quickly. And with that, Matthew, we'll say goodbye as we, uh, we close episode 108. We do. And uh, we have a home game this Sunday night. The North East taking on Adelaide. Uh, just a one-game AHL weekend, which means Saturday night there's, pro- there's juniors here at the rink of NIHL, and there's probably going to be a whack of ice hockey New South Wales hockey. We thank everyone for listening, and uh, we look forward to seeing you around the rink, the, the around the rink this week. Oh, oh.